Welcome to the CTO Podcast, and I Hear Everything production. This podcast is dedicated to exploring the challenges and opportunities facing today's chief technology officers. In each episode, you'll hear highlights and perspectives from experienced technology leaders as they share wisdom on technical trends, talent management, customer experience, and innovation. Looking to discover what it takes to succeed as a CTO? Then sit back and relax as we explore the fascinating evolution of the world of technology leadership. Here's the host of the CTO podcast, the founder of Seven CTOs, Etienne de Bruin. Welcome to the CTO podcast, where we explore the world of chief technology officers as they manage the trials, tribulations, and triumphs of technologists in the C suite. I'm your host and the founder of Seven CTOs. Etienne de Bruin, and today we're going to talk about the value of podcasts for CTOs. Joining us is Benjamin Shapiro, who is the founder and CEO at I Hear Everything, which is a new media company that combines the impact of audio with the power of digital content. They're also the producers of this said CTO podcast. Yesterday, Ben and I talked about why CTOs care about podcasts, and today we're going to continue our conversation and discuss publishing CTO Excellence in 100 Days, the book that I wrote. Okay, here's my conversation with Benjamin Shapiro, founder and CEO at I Hear Everything. Ben, welcome back to the show. Etienne, we, we've got stuff to talk about here. I'm excited to be on the podcast, but you have buried the lead, my friend. If we are going to work together on this podcast, you're going to need to start doing more self-promotion. I'm sorry. I know it's not natural for you. I know you don't like it, but I'm going to hijack your podcast today, and I'm going to make you talk about your book. You published a book, and you did it this month, and you haven't said a word about it on your podcast. Tell me everything about CTO Excellence in 100 Days. Wow. I thought we were going to talk about podcasts. So... The book is something that I conceived of about three years ago. And for anybody listening, writing books does take a very long time. And it was really birthed from a disappointment I felt around matching CTOs with CEOs. So a CEO would come to me and say, hey, I'm looking for a CTO. And then because I'm the founder of seven CTOs, I know a lot of CTOs especially ones that are looking for new opportunities. And I would match them. It would be a great interview. It would be a great first couple months. And then I would find out that the relationship didn't work out the way that they had intended. And that's when I decided, okay, what should be happening in the first couple months in order to set both parties up for success? And that's why I decided to write CTO Excellence in 100 Days. So what I'm hearing from you is the connection between the CEO and the CTOs tends to fall apart in the first 100 days. So why wasn't the book what you should do in your second 100 days? It seems like that's where you're actually trying to set everyone up for success. It's here's what you do in the first 100 days to get to the second 100. What is it about that initial trial period that falls apart for everyone? I Focus on the first 100 days because a lot of CTOs know what to do in the second and third and the fourth 100 days, which is a lot of technical focus, developers, engineers, software development process. But in the first 100 days, it's a non-intuitive, relational, 
emotional journey to join with an existing system, an existing leadership team, and actually get rid of the shackles of whatever people perceived of the previous CTO requires a lot of intentional work in order to set yourself up so that you can actually go and do the work that they hired the CTO to do. So there's this integration phase at the beginning of starting a relationship as a CTO, and it seems like it's not specifically a technical challenge, but really more of a relationship building challenge. What are the reasons why that's so challenging for technical experts, people that are ready to be CTOs? The thing that I have found in all my conversations is that there's such a desire to showcase your technical chops, your technical expertise, that sometimes, and I like to say this, you're actually working against your future self, either because you are too outspoken about the way things need to improve too early on without any established trust, or because you have superior problem-solving skills, you might just see off the bat what the issues are and what needs to be fixed. But the humans that report to you or that you are working with are not ready to hear everything you have to say. So what you perceive as providing value, i.e. fixing problems and identifying issues, is now being perceived as the new person who's just coming in and like just, just destroying everything that we used to work on for so many years. So I ask people to slow down, take 100 days, be observant, focus on the relationships, maybe restrain yourself a little bit and focus on how you can learn what makes other people successful so that when you need them, they would be there for you for your success. It's interesting to hear you talk about the relationships of CTOs and the people that they work about. And, and I relate it to my work. You know, I host the MarTech podcast, so I talk to marketers all of the time. And the challenge seems to be the opposite with marketing. In marketing, you want to come in and you want to have a quick win. You want to rely on your skill set. You want to, you know, try to get some early traction to build some credibility. Why is it different for marketers who honestly only tend to last for 12 to 18 months than it might be for CTOs? I think the cardinal difference between, let's say, your example and the CTO is there's very few people in the C-suite that actually understand what the CTO does. With marketing executives, you kind of know, hey, if the marketer does their job, there's going to be more leads and then there's going to be more sales and then we're going to make more money. With the CTO role, that isn't always evident. You might be inheriting a lot of broken systems hastily made decisions, you're inheriting all the bad decisions that have been made for years and years and years, quite possibly. So to come in and make sweeping changes can have a very negative effect, not only on the systems, but on the people who have been building those systems. So I actually encourage CTOs to be mindful, to be curious, to be intentional about the relationships so that when they start to advocate for paradigm shifts in how things are developed or scaling beyond where the company's used to, they have the backing of the C-suite. Is there something CTOs can do in the negative 100 days, the time before they're actually hired as the CTO that sets them up to be successful in that first 100 days? Like, 
What can you do in the vetting process that makes sure that when you're on the job, you're going to hit the ground running? Did you read the book? Because that's literally, I talk about the negative 100, the, the days running up to day zero. Did you read that? I did my homework. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> it was very good. When I started writing the book, I started with day 10, day 20, like I started from zero to 100. And then I realized there is a lot of work that can and should be done in running up to your ultimate first day at work. A lot of it has to do with the interview process, the so-called show us your technology plan before, you know, as part of the interview process. What I encourage people to do is to be a sponge to all the information that, that they are willing to give you so that before you're making any sort of commitments or before you're trying to solve all the problems as part of your interview, I'd much rather prefer that you be known as someone who, wow, he really asked a lot of questions or wow, she was really looking for some insights into where our issues originate from. Those are the types of characteristics that will help build the reputation with which you actually start at the company on day one. So Etienne, yesterday we talked about why CTOs care about podcasts. And, and today I'm making you talk about your book, because as much as you kick and scream about not wanting to be self-promoting, I think it's important that at least your audience understands that the book exists and the value they can get from it. I'm going to let everybody in on a little insight here, and I'm going to do the wrap-up before we read our outro. So we're doing a little podcast training, going through the process, getting Etienne used to recording these shorter-form pieces of content. Here's the secret to wrapping up a podcast. You have to say what you learned from the conversation. So here's my takeaway, and I'm coming from a marketer's perspective. I'm a content operator. I've, I've worked in performance marketing. I've worked with CTOs. There's a dramatic difference between the role of a CTO than the other people that are on the C-suite. And most of the time, the other C-suite members don't really understand the nuances of the job. The one thing that's consistent between being a CMO, a CTO, a CRO, a CEO, is that when you come into a new organization, you have to listen. You have to build relationships. You have to understand what happened and not only what the current state is, but why it got that way. Because sometimes they're sacred cows. Sometimes people's emotions are wrapped up in these projects. And that could be really challenging to unwind. And it might even take a whole hundred days. Okay, that wraps up this episode of the CTO podcast. Thanks to Benjamin Shapiro, founder and CEO at I Hear Everything for joining us. If you would like to contact Ben, you can find a link to their LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact them on Twitter where his handle is Ben J. Shap or visit his company website at IHearEverything.com. Just one more link in our show notes I want to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while listening to this podcast, head over to ctopod.com where we have summaries of all our episodes and contact information for our guests. And if you want to share your stories of technical strategy and leadership in the C-suite, you can apply to be a guest speaker on the CTO podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is 7CTOs on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Bruin. If you haven't subscribed yet and want a steady stream of CTO brilliance in your podcast feed, 
We're publishing multiple episodes each week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow. Okay, that's all for today. But until next time, remember that if things aren't breaking, your company isn't growing.